Hello everybody, my name is Darren, I uh, write a blog called The Demon's Voice, it's about movies and shit like that. You can find it at demonsvoice.blogspot.com and I'm also on Twitter, at Demon's Voice, of which you should definitely follow me, because why the fuck not? Hi you all, have you had a good week? Mine's been shit as usual. I went to the zoo the other day and on the way in I heard a family ask their young daughter, Are you excited for the best birthday at the zoo ever? And the little girl responded, No! And honestly, I don't blame her. The zoo is not a place for children. I saw two monkeys there and they were fucking, but like, proper going for it. The male monkey was pulling a face that I've only ever pulled when I put a sour sweet in my mouth without realising it. He was holding the back of her head too, and then after he'd finished, the female monkey stayed in position, and he sat down behind her and stuck his finger inside, and then started spooning out and eating whatever he just put in her. Where the hell have they learned to do that? I've never watched a David Attenborough documentary and heard him say, And here we have the great ape eating out a freshly prepared cream pie from his female mate, as though her monkey vagina is a nutritious warm bowl of extra salty porridge. It's, uh, it's not natural, is it? Somebody has been systematically showing that monkey a fucking porno to teach it, and I want to know why. If I go back, then what next? Is he going to be spanking her? Will she be wearing a gimp mask? Or maybe I'm wrong, and they do do that, and animals are just gross. Because I actually did see a David Attenborough documentary the other day, and I saw a beaver having a baby. So I might not have seen a monkey spanking his monkey, but I have seen a beaver coming out of a beaver's beaver. That all leads me to this week's movie that we'll be talking about, which is Bong Joon-ho's Okja. It's on Netflix, and it's all about how we treat animals and the hypocrisy that we have around them. You might have heard Bong Joon-ho's name a bit recently because he just won an Oscar for his brilliant film Parasite, but I can't talk about that film because pretty much everything that happens in it would count as a spoiler. So I thought I'd talk about the film he made previous to it instead, which is Okja. And also, uh, it happens to be the film that turned me into a vegetarian. So sit back, relax, and enjoy me pretending not to be preaching to you about the evils of eating meat, whilst in reality, that is exactly what I plan to do. Enjoy and cheers. If you can watch the film Okja and still eat meat by the time the credits roll, then as far as I'm concerned, you're a fucking sociopath. I'd been considering vegetarianism for some time before seeing this movie, but I've been somewhat put off by the fact that I didn't like eating things that weren't meat, and I fucking loved eating things that were. If I were to order a pizza, then when asked what toppings I'd like for it, I'd ask for so much meat that it was almost easier for me to just sing Old MacDonald Had a Farm down the fucking phone. Of course I felt guilty about it. To quote this film, I'm an animal lover. Everybody knows that about me. But my god, they taste so good, don't they? It helps that we often give the food different names too, I think. I'm not eating a cute little piggy, but a delicious cooked sausage that I can imagine somebody must have plucked harmlessly from the sausage tree. I was gonna say I'd like to imagine myself eating from the sausage bush, but that just sounds as though I like a man with a lot of pubes and I'm desperate to suck his cock. Of course I knew that sausages came from pigs, but even the adverts on television made the animals look happy for me to eat them. Beef adverts literally make it seem as though the meat is a gift from the cows and I'd be hurting their poor little moo-moo feelings if I chose not to accept it. Look, I love giving gifts as much as the next person, but if it involves me being shot in the head, hung from the meat hook, splayed open and then shoved into a fucking burning hot oven, then I might just give you a fucking gift voucher instead if you don't fucking mind. Not that I want to preach to you about the benefits of vegetarianism. Well, I do, but I don't want you to think I am. Because the film Okja really doesn't have that as its agenda. It depicts a world in which a super pig is being bred by a company claiming that it will now be able to solve world hunger. Arguably, if people all stopped having sex and creating more little humans that needed feeding, then world hunger would ultimately go away too. I can certainly say that I've been doing my bit there to the point that I'm now considering submitting a dick pic for the missing person section of a fucking milk carton. But at the end of the day, the general public just prefer to hear, we've made a super pig more than they do, so there's to be no more pussy fucking, okay? Because there's nothing we love more than seeing a big fat slab of juicy meat and then stuffing it into ourselves until we're so goddamn full that we just can't take it anymore. Oh god. Just thinking about it. I think I have to go have a wank. 
As a marketing campaign, the company decided to give 26 of these super pigs away to various farmers around the world to see which of them can raise the biggest one over the next 10 years. The company thinks that people will worry that these animals have been genetically modified with the aim of this competition being to make the whole situation feel a bit more grounded and natural. I don't know why people won't eat genetically modified foods though. If it's safe, then who gives a shit? Who can't eat what's on their plate unless it's infused with a lifetime of happy memories and a delicious fucking soul? Just grow me my fucking sausage trees, will you, you assholes? The film then cuts to a decade later and focuses on Okja, the biggest of these competition pigs, and Misha, a young girl that spent her life befriending and looking after her. They literally live an idealised and perfect life in the mountains, where they run around and play with each other all day long. It's like a live-action Studio Ghibli movie in terms of how magical and lovable the whole thing is. I thought I'd had an alright childhood, but as I watched this movie I began to get angry that my parents hadn't raised me in the mountains with a super pig to play with. I was raised in a working class town in which I once saw one of my friends take a shit under a slide. It doesn't quite have the same magic to it, does it really? Spend your days playing with a fantasy animal, or go to the park and watch a little girl squat down and push out a greasy turd. But being the end of that 10 year period, the company then turn up to take their octure back, with Misha being pretty fucking mortified that her best friend is now about to be taken away from her. What follows is her adventure as she tries to track the pig down before it's chopped into pieces and served on a plate with chips and beans, and maybe some mayo. Ooh, and with a chocolate fudge cake for pudding and a garlic bread for a starter maybe. Probably go down quite well with the crusty bread too now that I'm thinking about it. I bet Okja tastes absolutely fucking delicious. To misquote Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven though, it's a hell of a thing to kill a super pig. You take away all it's got and all it's ever gonna have. But fucking hell, I miss the taste of meat. The start of this movie might be charming and sweet and the kind of thing you'd show to a toddler when you need them to sit still because you're sick of having to parent them, but fuck me does Okja get dark. Like, really dark. You know that bit in the Temple of Doom in which Indiana Jones watches a man quite literally have his heart ripped out? Well, by the end of the movie, I knew exactly how that man must have felt. By the third act, my face was doing that thing that therapists say is the sad picture on the chart they show psychopaths, and I just couldn't stop fucking crying. I won't go into spoilers, but for one reason or another, we end up in the slaughterhouse and Jesus living fuck do they not hold back. Imagine Free Willy crossed with Hostel and that's sort of what this film becomes. The movie was directed by 2020's Man of the Moment Bong Joon-ho, who said that he went to an abattoir as research for the film and ended up being so traumatised by what he saw that he temporarily had to remove meat from his diet. I mean, no shit. I think if you go into a factory that specialises in the systematic slaughter of a sentient creature and you don't come out as a vegetarian, then it's probably because you also came out with an erection and you're a fucking psychopath. Director Bong thought he'd be doing a disservice to the movie if the slaughterhouse section wasn't truly disturbing, and so they literally end up invoking the imagery of the Holocaust during these scenes, as though we're now seeing the world through the eyes of fucking Morrissey. I don't know about you, but at this point I really can't think of anything more traumatic than being forced to see the world through the eyes of fucking Morrissey, and if I thought that I felt guilty about eating meat before I saw this film, then heaven knows I'm miserable now. If I'd known a movie was so overtly about the horrors of meat or had an agenda of trying to turn people vegetarian, then there's a chance that I'd have saved myself the guilt and avoided it entirely. If I'd wanted to make myself feel bad, then I could have just saved the two hours it took to watch this film by repeatedly slamming my bollocks in a fridge door instead. At the very least, I'd have been able to cheer myself up with a ham sandwich afterwards. But you may have noticed that I said that Bong Joon-ho's trip to the slaughterhouse was only horrendous stuff to put him off meat temporarily. He ate it before and he's eaten it since. If you've seen any of his other movies, then he seems less interested in telling us what to eat than he is in the evils of corporate greed. The main character, Misha, might love Okja, but her favourite food is still chicken stew. The corporate goons of the movie, played by Tilda Swinton and Jake Gyllenhaal, might seem evil. Jake Gyllenhaal is particularly insane here, given an irate anime character-like performance that's so mad that even Chris Tucker's irritating fifth element character might suggest he considers toning it the fuck down. 
but even the animal activists are shown to be idiotic at times, with one of them being so dedicated to their vegan cause that they simply refuse to eat at all. There really is no preachiness here in terms of what you should and shouldn't be putting in your mouth, with Bong Joon-ho insisting that it's an individual's personal choice and that he simply wanted us to witness and understand how our meat is being mass-produced. Ignoring the morality of the situation, if you've ever had a meal from a van by the side of the road, I really suggest that you have a think about where your meat is coming from, because I swear that I once bought a kebab that was 90% old newspapers and 10% crushed balance. According to the director, the way we treat animals now in terms of this conveyor belt of death is a relatively new phenomenon, and he simply wanted to remind us all that the animals we love as pets are the same as the ones that we love on our plates. That'll be why an extra effort has been made to have Okja seem as believable as fuck, and I would honestly die for that lovable, kind-hearted motherfucker. This cognitive dissonance between loving animals and eating them is what's kept the meat industry alive, and it's one of the things that I've been struggling with. Some countries eat dogs, which seems pretty fucking crazy to me, considering I have one as a pet. But, I would have eaten a pig. Pigs are just as cute and just as smart as dogs, and so how could I justify eating one whilst being repulsed by the idea of eating the other? The great Gatsby author F. Scott Fitzgerald once referred to the ability of holding two opposing ideas in the mind at the same time, and while still retaining the ability to function, as the test of a first-rate intelligence. To which I'd retort that although I might have failed that test in regards to what I eat, the renowned murderer Ed Gein once said that, when I see a pretty girl walking down the street, I think two things. One part wants to be real nice and sweet, and the other part wonders what her head would look like on a stick. The same thing applies to animals. F. Scott Fitzgerald might think you're smart for finding animals cute whilst wondering what they'd look like on a sandwich, but that is also essentially the same mindset that Ed Gein had, and he used to make belts out of dead people's fucking nipples. So, I think I'll just stick to my fucking corn if you don't mind. Okja wasn't the sole reason that I stopped eating meat, but it was certainly one of the final straws in terms of what broke the camel's back. I started the movie on the verge of having my guilt dictate my diet, and I ended it having decided to give up meat for good. That might sound like hyperbole, but I am a single nerd with too much time on his hands. I know down the date that I watch a film on on a fucking spreadsheet, and I can show you that I first watched Okja about a week before I last ate an animal, with that now being about two and a bit years ago. Well, two years, one month, one day, and three hours, but who's keeping track? I don't regret it, because as Okja confirmed to me, there's no meat that tastes so good that it can make living with the guilt feel worth it. There's a scene near the end of the film that involves a baby version of the super pig, its parents and Okja, that will never not make me well up when I think about it. This might be a fantasy movie, but all of its logic can easily be applied to our real world. Sure, you can tell me about how we've all evolved to have teeth that are designed for eating meat, and that's proof of our right to do so, but I'd counter that we've also evolved the ability to empathise and we no longer have to kill to survive. But I ate meat for 29 years, and so I can't judge you if that's what you think, you fucking monster. You might also agree with me too, but say to yourself that you don't have the willpower to give meat up completely, and that's also fine. However, in 2001, the UK experienced an outbreak of foot and mouth disease, and as I'd watch the news and see all of the livestock being burnt, I'd be sad about all the animals that had died. But, I'd also imagine how delicious that massacre must have smelt and I'd fucking drool over it. If I could stop eating meat, then you most definitely can too. Arctur is a genuinely brilliant movie, and oops, I guess I did want to preach to you about vegetarianism after all. Oh well. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.